0: Can we jump over obstacles on our way up the construction site to save Pauline, or will Donkey Kong kill us with the flaming barrel? Find out on this review episode of Cheerful Ghost Radio. Ghost Radio is a podcast from the Cheerful Ghost community about interesting stuff in gaming and other various bits of nerdery. Donkey Kong is an arcade platformer created by Shigeru Miyamoto when he was tasked with converting the arcade game Radar Scope, a game that did poorly, into something that was more fun. In Donkey Kong, the main character Jumpman, who would later be known as Mario, needs to climb a series of construction-themed levels on his way up to rescue his girlfriend Pauline. Donkey Kong started out on the arcade and has seen ports on the Game & Watch, NES, Atari 2600, and a ton of other systems. All right. So, let's jump into our thoughts on Donkey Kong, and just so everyone knows, we played this game on the NES Classic, so it's the NES port of Donkey Kong as seen in the NES Classic. So, we'll start things off with Tim. What did you think of
1: Donkey Kong? I th- Think it's really great as an arcade game because after about 15 minutes, I kind of am done with it. <laughs> um, uh, but I mean, it like, it's a perfect length. So you think it should stay in the
0: arcade? Is that what you're saying?
1: I, I mean, no, because I wouldn't. Well, I mean, I guess if I, if I went down to an arcade and they had Donkey Kong there, I'd probably plug a quarter in and give it a go. Um, it, it's cool, like uh, as an inclusion into the Nest Classic. I probably would not track down a physical copy like for the original Nintendo or anything like that, but as an inclusion to something else, it's it's cool.
0: Yeah, I sort of look at it the NES uh classic as Nintendo saying, "Hey, this is our history." You know what I mean? This is where we came from as a company. I mean, besides them releasing a bunch of trading cards, you know what I mean? Um and as the and as this game is included in that way, I think it's awesome. So any other thoughts tim
1: uh i'm a little embarrassed to say that it took me a really long time to figure out how to beat stage three <laughs> i i didn't realize yeah. you were supposed to knock down those little yellow pegs to like make <laughs> the middle part fall out because on the previous two levels you just have to climb up to pauline so that was what i did in that match and i thought the little yellow things were like a like a trap to avoid because i was jumping over them <laughs> Uh, but um yeah, so I was a little embarrassed to figure out, you know, where so I you didn't actually that.
0: have the Donkey Kong hint book that would say I
1: did not have a Donkey Kong uh hint book um or or the internet or the internet or or I mean, I have the internet, but I did not use the internet to look up how to beat that stage it It just took me a while totally. although later on, I did go and start looking at like some of the world record like runs for donkey kong and it's that is some intense stuff man (laughs) they are way better than i am and they play that game very different than like a normal player would like you know it's it's fascinating to watch them
0: yeah i agree it really is um travis what'd you think of nes donkey kong
2: well i uh, i've actually played this game a lot on arcade And it on the um, event that we shared on cheerful ghost uh, will said that it seemed like the controls were easier on the NES. And I think I agree with him on that. Uh, But uh, differently from some of the launch titles for the NES, I felt like the controls on donkey Kong were really solid. Like I felt like it was doing what I wanted it to do. And, Had a lot of fun with it, but like Tim said, you know, once you start looping, you know, it gets difficult, more difficult every time you loop. And at a certain point, you're just kind of done with it. But I shared Tim's frustration with level three as well. Like, okay, I'm up here. Now what? But after I died up there, I came back through and tried to avoid the same thing that Tim tried to avoid, and it disappeared, and I got a score for it. Like, okay, well, maybe I should do that. But yeah, overall, I thought it was pretty good i'm not sure I would seek it out, but i'm glad that I played it yeah i think i'm i'm echoing
0: a lot of what you guys are saying um it's slightly I, I think I have a slightly different take on it but uh yeah, so I have a really fun history with donkey Kong and i played i probably played the most of it on my old commodore sixty four um the commodore sixty four port um it's a good version of the game actually um the difference being that the levels are out of order. So when you play it on the C64, you're actually you got the first level and then you've got what would be the third level, second, and then you've got what would be the second level, third. Okay, and that version was a lot harder, or at least I thought it was really hard for me as a kid. So I've always thought Donkey Kong was like a super, super hard game. And then when I played it on the NES, I think I, I grant again, I agree with Will, too. It seems like the controls are easier. It seems like it's easier in general, I would say, compared to the C64 version, unless just as a kid, I was just terrible. I might have been because it, it was a Commodore joystick and maybe it just wasn't very good at it or something. Anyways, so yeah, it was really fun to play. And um, I knew what to do um, in the third level because I'd played it before as a kid. You know, again, that was the second level that I had there, but yeah, it was really fun. And I, um, and, and you guys are right. I mean, the base game is three levels and then they loop and it loop loops over and over and over again. And if you're not into that base loop, then there's really not much there. Um, and I think that if you see people now, you know, what they're putting into Donkey Kong and the world records and all that kind of thing. And if you were into the competitive gaming scene, that would be something really, really cool to do, you know, figure out how to get high score and, you know, do a speed run and everything. So no, I, I, I like Donkey Kong quite a bit and it was really fun to come back to. And I think there's a great port and I think everyone should get the NES classic if you love Nintendo games and if you want to relive some of the history. And I think Donkey Kong is an amazing footnote to do that. So. So we're going to talk a little bit about Donkey Kong's legacy. I have a couple things to say about this, but we're going to start with Travis. Travis, what do you think about Donkey Kong's legacy?
2: Well, first and foremost, like the what you have to mention is Donkey Kong Country, because those games were amazing, and you want to talk about difficult, some, those games got really tricky. Uh, I'm sure you all have some recurring nightmares about the minecart levels in those games. <laughs>
1: but, that yep. one cart that's at the end
2: oh, yeah. of the cliff. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. In fact, that's where, like, okay, so I got the Super Nintendo Classic. I played Donkey Kong Country and the minecart level, hard stop. You know, I'm like making my (laughs) way through the game. Minecart level. I'm like, and I beat it a couple times, but I didn't move beyond that because I was just like, this is cheap. Mm -hmm, You know? And the platforming is amazing. And just to that point, I was just like, you know, this is like a fuck you level, you know, where I tell the game, <laughs> fuck you, because the game's telling me to go fuck myself, basically. Yeah. But no, like, and our G rating is gone.
2: Yep. Yep. Sorry, kids. <laughs> now, before we recorded this uh, over the past few days, I played all the Donkey Kong game games available for the NES. And they kind of got weird, honestly. Um, Donkey Kong Jr. You play as Donkey Kong Jr. and Jumpman is your enemy in this because he's got your dad captured. But so, like the the controls for this have you Mario
0: as a bad guy? Yeah, what?
2: (laughs) So it's not Wario either. It's it's Mario. Nope. Yeah. So you're climbing vines to try to get up top and. Those controls aren't as forgiving, and I felt like I was wasn't doing what I meant to do way more often. And then Donkey Kong Three, you're like a bug that you're kind of shooting other bugs for some reason, like bees that Donkey Kong shoots out, and like it's it's like a a Space Invaders type game. It was kind of bizarre, but I think Donkey Kong really came into his own in the SNES, and then Donkey Kong '64. And most recently, kind of minor spoiler, I guess, if you haven't played Super Mario Odyssey, the Metro Kingdom takes place in where Donkey Kong. The the same place where Donkey Kong took place, Uh, the mayor of. Oh, that's cool. It's really cool. And the mayor is Pauline. And the end Oh, that's what new Donk Me Oh yeah, okay, that's yeah. what that Okay, I did
0: not even Okay, I didn't know that. So Interesting.
2: The end of this um like you know, you go through kind of the story progression in in each of these worlds, and then you can come back to them later. But the end of the main story for this culminates in one of the best things I've ever seen in gaming, where you're in an eight-bit section, kind of trying to work your way up to the top and take out Donkey Kong. And seriously amazing. If you haven't, if you've played super Mario odyssey, you know what I'm talking about, but if you haven't, you've got something to look forward to.
0: It sounds like it. Tim donkey Kong's legacy.
1: Well, I, um, I am a huge fan of the donkey Kong country series. Um, I never played three, but I did play one and two a lot. And I, I own them both on the super Nintendo. Um, those games are amazing, and I I did I, I do kind of hate the Minecraft or, or minecart stages, but um you know back when I was playing these a lot I got pretty good at them and I could clear them you know usually on a couple tries. Um, yep, when I, I was playing Donkey Far. Kong back in the day, I could go through the whole game in a couple hours,
0: but it's because yeah. i play the Minecraft sta- Minecraft the minecart <laughs> stage way too
1: many times. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm definitely rusty now I, I tried going through Donkey Kong country recently and I once I got to that mine cart stage I did eventually clear it but at that point I was like yeah I'm done for I'm, I'm ready for a break <laughs> um, Diddy Kong racing I still say is a massively underrated game um I, I I mean I love Mario Kart and I I do agree that Mario Kart is maybe the better you know uh, racing game but I wish they had continued on with Diddy Kong racing and and making more of those because it was a lot of fun. And I really liked that you could have, you know, a couple different vehicle types, but still be racing in the same courses. I thought that was really fun.
0: Yeah, I've never played Diddy Kong racing, um, but I've heard really good things about it. So that's cool. So I think that I'm going to echo a lot of what you all are saying about Donkey Kong's legacy. And uh, I played most donkey kong probably with uh donkey kong jr on the nes uh my cousins had that and i played it at their house and i always, you're right travis it's a weird game and i always like that about it you know you're you can like you know go up vines and you can do two at once or one at the same time and then you know you can get fruit and the fruit can smash bugs and stuff and i always i always thought that was really fun so i think that's a really fun game um that is on the nes classic too right
1: Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: on there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should have reviewed both of those at the same time. Oh, well, things that would have been better just <laughs> thought of earlier. But um, yeah, that's cool. I always like that one a lot. And yeah, Donkey Kong Country I played the most of. So, you know, and like you were all saying, I I loved it. But yeah, it's that got that sort of really tough difficulty. So. Okay, so we're coming to the point of the review where we're going to talk about how it rates on the Ghost Scale. So, Travis, Donkey Kong on the NES on the Ghost Scale.
2: I'm going to give it a solid rad. Um, there's not a lot to it. It kind of trails off, and my my interest level tra- kind of trails off pretty quickly because it loops back and forth. but it's a really fun game for as long as it lasts. And you can't argue with the longevity the brand has had based off that first game. So yeah, definitely check it out. If you have an NES classic, you have no excuse not to. Tim. I will give it a rad
1: with the caveat of, you know, if you find it in an arcade or if you've got a NES classic, you know, definitely give it a try. Give it a go. If you don't, there's not really any reason to seek it out. So I'll give it a rad, but there's going to be that little asterisk on my review there.
0: So one thing I forgot to mention is that uh, if we're thinking about Donkey Kong's legacy, I would be remiss not to mention the King of Kong documentary. And you need to watch it. If you're interested in game gaming history, um, the King of Kong is, I would say, a must watch in terms of gaming films and documentaries. I put it up there with Indie Game, the movie. I think it was, I think it's about as important as that. And the story is really interesting. It's of Stephen Wiebe and um, Billy Mitchell, Mm -hmm. I believe. And those are two of the best Donkey Kong players in the world at the time. And it's of their competition. And, you know, this quest to be the best. And it's really interesting as all films about people are. You know, it gets really interesting in terms of the drama and and how it unfolds. And it's a really good primer in what twin galaxy is twin galaxies is, which is a online scorekeeper for these old arcade games. And, uh, yeah, twin galaxies is a really important staple of gaming now and, uh, gaming history. And I don't know, I, I, I'd put the documentary up there as some really, uh, really important watching Travis, Tim, have you, have you even seen it?
2: Yeah, I thought it was really, uh a great watch um and the story keeps unfolding recently uh, a lot of billy mitchell's records were stricken because they found out he was using a the mame arcade emulator instead of the actual board for it
0: yeah it's interesting why he did that um yeah, yeah you can't emulate um in certain communities for speedruns there are some where you, where they're essential like like uh the zelda randomizer the dungeon randomizer one i think you can do that but you know because it's a specific rom that was made for the game but yeah most of them you can't so
1: yeah no i I haven't watched that although um i might try to track it down since like i said i kind of got fell down a rabbit hole on youtube of watching people you know try and run for high scores on donkey kong so now i kind of kind of want to go track the documentary down oh yeah you should it's great
2: definitely
0: so uh, as to my review, um, I've been kind of doing this recently where I give two reviews and I'm going to do the same thing. So I think there's a couple ways to look at this game. One is, as I, as I talked about before, Donkey Kong's historical value. It's kind of essential on a game classic playlist. And again, I look at the NES Classic in a lot of ways as like Nintendo's best of that era for its as a system. And if you didn't ex- have not experienced him, you need to. So the NES Classic's like historical must reads. You know, people are well read, quote unquote, in books. Well, to be well read in games, I think you need to play most of these. Uh, and Donkey Kong's one of them. So I would put it as a must play, honestly. And then I'm going to look at it from a different angle. So that's the historical footnote way to look at it. And then if I'm looking at the game just as a game <clears throat> and a game that I enjoy and what I kind of like, I think that when you're looking at it from the perspective of modern gamer and just kind of the games that we see now and the gameplay loops that we have now, I would put the game as rad. I mean, it's really good. It's very fun, but I don't think it's quite must play. You know what I mean? And because the ghost scale's only four segments, it makes little sense to make it a meh. So I think rad makes a lot more sense for that. And I'm really happy with that because again, you can't deny, you know, what Donkey Kong became and uh, it's still a really fun game very much.